Hey guys, before this pilot episode starts, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, we did not anticipate this episode to be uh, this long. It's pretty long, so there's going to be some timestamps in the description below. Uh, just for anybody who wants to skip ahead or go back because it is quite lengthy and we don't really expect you to listen to all of it. But if you do, that's great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we also have the email address in the description below just in case anybody wants to send in listener letters for the next episode um but yeah other than that i hope you guys enjoy the pilot episode and yeah let's get into this Hi guys, um, it's Ted and Alex, <laughs> and welcome to the We're Over It podcast. Uh, Our we're first so podcast. Yeah, um, we're so honored that you're listening right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what else is there to say? I hope you enjoy it because this is all for fun. Mm-hmm. This is it all should, for fun. Yeah. I guess I created this podcast as like a way I'm hoping that this will be like a good outlet because I don't know I I just feel like I need something to like vent out or not vent but just like speak into because Twitter is just not healthy enough (laughs) and I figure maybe podcasts will be better um so yeah Alex why are you here I'm here because Ted (laughs) I'm here because Ted asked me to be here, which I'm really happy about because I don't really do this type of thing. I'm not really in the media. So I feel like um, him giving me the news is basically my news. So yeah. (laughs) And with that being said, we'll get into our first segment, Hot Topics. Period. Roll the Hot Topics music. Okay, um, so there's a lot to get through today. A lot happened in the week that we were preparing and the week before. So should we start with a big story or something small? What do you think? Start with a big one. Ooh, go big she or said, go home. Honestly. <laughs> Um, so as you know, uh, there's a lot of horrible things happening in Nigeria right now. Um, currently there's an NSARS, uh, strike and protest happening in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, over the weekend, there was a shooting in, um, one of the areas, I think it's called Leaky. Um, and so the protesters were protesting testing and they're very peaceful and the officers just started shooting at them um oh my god and so over the weekend uh a lot of celebrities were basically giving their condolences and bringing light to the issue um and people 
were really on Beyonce's back for not saying anything um, until a couple of days after. Beyonce uh, announced Wednesday that she was adding a Nigerian protester amid ongoing unrest over uh, alleged law enforcement abuses in the country. Um, Yeah, and before that, it was Rihanna and Kanye and... uh, Nicki Minaj they were all kind of just like tweeting and saying things and people were just kind of looking at Beyonce like um so when are you gonna say something and then um I think it was Wednesday night she finally released something and she was like uh actually let me read it uh so this is what she said to our Nigerian sisters and brothers we stand by you We have been working on partnerships with youth organizations to support those protesting for change. We are collaborating with coalitions to provide emergency health care, food, and shelter. Um, So Beyonce's publicist actually released a statement before she did, before Beyonce did, saying that um, she was just basically saying that sometimes people do actions without like what's the saying actions without or like actions speak louder oh yeah okay yeah Yeah. that's basically what her publicist said so she was kind of saying that like oh beyonce is like actually doing stuff she just didn't publicly announce it exactly okay um and so people were still on fire like people were still firing her for that and then beyonce came out and said something yeah wow um and i think that's the whole story so what's your opinion i think that like um there's a lot of pressure for like celebrities in general to like whenever like something crazy like this happens in the world that they look not look to them to step up but they kind of look to them for like donations like majority of the time like just um like the whole all these like protests like going on from like the past months they're always like I feel usually Twitter in general are the ones who are like why aren't you saying something like this is this and like blah blah like I remember a story being um on Twitter about Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively that they only donated a million dollars and people were getting mad at them for only donating a million dollars and I'm like um that's a lot yeah I mean, maybe it's not a lot um, for them, but, like, it'll still help, I'm sure. Yeah, like, at least they're helping. Like, why would you get mad at celebrities who give money, like, not, like, oh, $20 here. Like, a million dollars out of, like, what they, like, um, worked hard on. Like, I know they're, like, famous and, like, stuff comes easy, but, like, they still had to work to get where they are. And, like, I feel like some people expect them to give, like, more or, like, half of their earnings or, like, this, this, this. But it's just, like, they helped. Like, yeah. the point is they helped and we should, like, all help each other and all be positive and be, like, okay, thanks for helping. Like, and then end it. Like, not try and cancel them because they only gave a million when, like, this other celebrity couple gave, like, two million or, like, this, is this, this. Like, it's not a competition yeah um i feel like it gets a little bit misconstrued in the messaging in media when Uh, we're uh comparing different celebrities and Uh it kind of like the message of like the movement and what the cause is kind of gets lost because yes um if we're so focused on celebrities 
um and their recognition about like different yeah. um, like different social issues basically yeah. um like if we focus too much on celebrities doing like saying something about it then like it kind of deters from like the main message and like yeah. i didn't hear about this um and sars thing until like like ni- my nigerian followers were tweeting about it and like mm-hmm. um seeing stuff on instagram it wasn't because of um celebrities who were yeah. talking about it you know i think yeah. celebrities are like the last step um of recognition before anything happens because yeah. usually um the way things filter in it starts with activists and then it goes to like the general public and then mm-hmm. it goes to like celebrities mm-hmm. and so i understand the sentiment behind um like all these huge people like beyonce rihanna kanye saying something mm-hmm. about it um speaks huge volumes into the media and yeah. makes people start talking about the issue mm-hmm. and i think that's a valid point and I think that if Nigerians say they wanted um, Beyonce to say something about it purely for the fact that um, they wanted recognition and they wanted more people to be talking about it in the media, that's a mm-hmm. fair point. And I really can't take that away from them. Now, mm-hmm. I was on the timeline on Twitter mm-hmm. and I was reading stuff and basically a bunch of people were saying and giving their think pieces about Beyonce and okay. being like well Beyonce took so much Nigerian culture so much um, African Ooh. culture in her mm-hmm. um, black is king oh my gosh okay Ted I'm so dumb I was like, um, <laughs> so in that like little movie basically uh, she was using a lot of African culture and da 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 and people are like so wow you're using a you're using all of these um black deities and like all of these uh okay. gods and like different cultures and different things like that and when it comes down to like supporting us in our countries and in our struggles it's zero talk so basically you're just benefiting and capitalizing off of african oh, culture and okay. not caring okay. about us i can see why they were like coming for her now because but like, here's she the thing. took so long but here's the thing mm-hmm. i think it's a more appropriate reason to be like I want Beyonce to say something because we need recognition on this topic than to say, mm-hmm. I think Beyonce needs to say something because she's been capitalizing off of my culture because um, I think um, especially African-Americans, but just mm-hmm. any, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fights in the diaspora in within okay. black people, okay. especially between Africans and black um african americans mm-hmm. and in my opinion i think it's beyonce's right to basically like go back and like um find her roots which mm-hmm. are from africa i mean mm-hmm. it's not her fault that her ancestors were brought um on ships to america, to america yeah. um, mm-hmm. without their consent and just like mm-hmm put here as slaves so Mm -hmm. and a lot of the meaning behind black is king was basically um losing yourself and then coming back and finding yourself Mm -hmm. because you know how simba he gets exiled or he exiles himself Mm -hmm. and then he comes back to um and he comes back and basically defeats scar and um in beyonce's film she was kind of echoing that but like saying that in terms of like black people Mm -hmm. so she was she was basically using African culture as a way to say 
this is where I'm really from and this is where I really want to connect to um oh. And then the people are taking it as like, oh, you're just getting clout from our culture. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is my opinion because I think deeply about things. Mm -hmm. But like, I just think it's, I think it's her prerogative. It's her right. Like, she wasn't disrespecting anybody. She took her time with this project. She made sure that there were consultants on set. Like, Mm -hmm. everything ran smoothly. And I think to just double back and be like, well, she's been using our culture and now she doesn't want to say shit. It's like, yeah. first of all, she has been doing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, second On of the all, low without saying yeah. mm-hmm. And second of all, like, I don't know. It's like, I think I have the right. Like if I say I want to, you know, put in some culture from Africa mm-hmm. in my documentary and say, wow, this is incredible and I really want to trace myself back to this then like yeah. you know mm-hmm. so i think that's my opinion on that okay so in other news um monkey tory lanes slams shooting charges and megan the stallion Stop. now when i say i know I you hate him to- oh <laughs> guys i have special <laughs> words for this nigga special mm-hmm. words um so monkey tory lanes is continuing to speak about speak out about the felony charges against him uh 12 days after the canadian rapper um was charged with shooting megan the stallion this summer uh lanes 28 went live on instagram to discuss life as of late and denied legal wrongdoing on his part oh god okay um now, I'm not sure if I want to read it or if I want to let the monkey speak. <laughs> mm, what do you think? I Should think... I let him speak? I have the video here. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I feel like. The last three months of my life, I've been in this place where, you know, I've been bashed. I've been cut through just people every single day coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. And it's crazy because the whole thing about it is just like, when this whole uh, debacle, or whatever you call it, um, came about, the whole time it's like, she knows what happened, I know what happened, and we know that what you're saying and what the alleged things and the alleged accusations of my name is are not true. It's falsified information. It's false information, and it's not accurate information. I don't ever want to come off like, I'm here to bash this girl, or I'm here to talk down about this girl, or ever be at a place where like I'm disrespecting her because... To me, as a person, she's still my friend. No matter what, even if she doesn't look at me like that, I'll look at her and she's still my friend. Hmm. (sighs) Um, uh, Just in case you didn't hear that clip to our listeners, basically Tori Lanez was saying, um, I didn't do it. I wish Megan all the best. Da-da-da-da-da. And just to give context to the story, if you don't already know, or if you've been living under a rock, um... (laughs) Basically, um, sometime early this summer, um, Megan and Tori were basically in a car. They got in an argument and then Megan was like, okay, let me out. I'm going out because I don't want to have any of this anymore. So she leaves the car and before she leaves the car, it's her, Tori and um, Megan's friend and the security guard. So... Megan leaves and then um, out of nowhere, 
he shoots her like he gets out of the car or no he shoots her in the car sorry um and she has bullet wounds in her ankles both ankles and then she gets out and then there's like a helicopter out there and police surrounding them all of a sudden and she kind of puts up her hands and she doesn't say shit she says oh i walked on glass because she doesn't want to get tori in trouble because at that time mind you it was the summer and all the protests were happening like george floyd and everything and she just didn't want to see tori get hurt in that situation because it's very real realistic to think you know that a black man with a gun definitely could be killed right there on the spot if there's policemen um so she did that um she went to the hospital she healed up she got better she's back on track right now and for a little bit tori wasn't charged with anything and then tori's team and tori himself were basically saying that um the rumors weren't true and that he didn't shoot her um this is obviously false and uh, megan came on live and she had to like basically clear her name because the way that his publicist and his team were making it was that like megan was lying and she was not about to have that like she wanted to protect him and she didn't she wanted to make sure he didn't get hurt but lying on her and making her seem like the bad guy chun lee was just like not (laughs) it so she came out and she said no this is what actually happened he did shoot me and then he released an ep or not an ep basically an album a mm-hmm. whole album shit talking her and everybody else who doesn't want to work with him anymore mm-hmm. um and then after the album i guess we're here now i think that's the whole story um i'm just gonna give my two cents first basically mm-hmm. here's what i want to say to monkey tory lanes <laughs> you're dumb you're stupid you're an idiot and i have no idea why you still have a platform why you're still speaking why you're still talking you like (laughs) for me it's the audacity niggas have like the audacity that men find is crazy to me you're telling me you shoot this girl in both ankles Mm -hmm. and then have the nerve to like go behind her back after she saved you after Mm -hmm. she didn't say shit to the police because she wanted to save your ass after she did all that for you and you did her wrong like that you wanted to double down and do her wrong again and keep on saying over and over again that you didn't do it so what you're saying the security guard shot her so what you're saying her friend shot her we know you got into an argument we know you are a spicy little black man that's what's it called napoleon complex he probably has that I'm not even joking like this is so serious and I just I'm dumbfounded every time I find this nigga on my timeline like every Mm -hmm. time I see him on Twitter or Instagram I'm just like why are you still here Mm -hmm. you should be deported Mm -hmm. and you know I understand like we don't want you here in our country me and Alex we live in Canada if you guys didn't know that (laughs) Um, we don't want you in our country but I definitely don't want you in the states Mm-hmm. deport his ass take his monkey ass out <laughs> and i forgot to mention that he got charges um after megan revealed the truth 
because oh, what did he get charged what did he get charged for he, um i think he got charged for attempted um assault okay. or something like that i personally believe it should be attempted murder right um, <laughs> okay because like you can't just bring out a gun and just like accidentally shoot somebody's ankles that's you so crazy be... first of all that hurts getting shot period like, and then in the ankles like the, where the bone is i'm like girl and she had and she still got up and was walking she was well, probably she was like bragging, like she was like limping basically but yeah okay okay that's crazy like yeah I, after after that video she tweeted like after that video i showed you right now she tweeted this nigga's genuinely crazy <laughs> i was like um yeah that makes sense yeah why would he do that though like there's there has to be something wrong with him like psychologically maybe he has some stuff getting like he has he to is- sort out I'm going to tell you right now, Alex, it's all, we call this niggatry. We call this Please explain that to the viewers. What does that mean? It's niggas doing (laughs) nigga shit. I'm telling you right now. And if it were any other black, well, not not any other black man, but if it were any other trash black man that were in Mm -hmm. Tory Lane's spot, I'm sure they would do the same thing or maybe even worse. Mm-hmm. And I think this whole debacle, this whole situation kind of brought light the issue of protecting Black women and how we treat Black women in society. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. at least for me, it's a well-known fact that Black women are the most unprotected people across the nation, across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw a video about that, and then they were saying, like, that's why they're, like, so... They're pro- portrayed portrayed like super strong because they had to adapt to be strong because of all the history that they went through and I was just like that's so freaking crazy and just because they're strong doesn't mean they can handle every single thing thrown at them or like they can handle 10 times like like you know like if something happened to me they can handle it like 10 times like no like all girls are the same we feel the same well like not like super the same but like safety wise you have a range of emotions and you should be allowed to feel it exactly it's just like just because i'm a certain culture doesn't mean like i'm strong and i can take all this like blah 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 and i like saw a video and i was like oh my god like that's so crazy like i didn't like think of it like that and like yeah but like still in the comments there were like people like going off at like whoever made that video i'm just like I feel like every time someone gives their opinion or someone like presents something and like no one's going to be happy 100% there's always going to be like a handful of people who are just like tearing you down saying like so and then on top of that he went he went out of his way and he made a whole album to publicize off of her trauma do you understand and you what don't I'm think that's a publicity stunt that's a publicity stunt that's that pu- so crazy like to to say she was lying Mm -hmm. to pretend like he didn't do anything and then on top of that to make this album and then on top of that to make this live this instagram live it's Mm -hmm. like how many times do we have to go through this (laughs) an endless cycle 
we're tired. We know she's not lying. We have mm-hmm. the hospital re- receipts. We have the hospital mm-hmm. records. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's coming to us with no information. Yeah. So, nigga, where is your information? <laughs> if you're so adamant about you not being the shooter, why are your fingerprints on that gun? Mm-hmm. Why is it that when the cops found you guys, you were the only person with the gun? and the security guard was in the back in the back yeah so like did he like say like oh yeah i can confirm like this is all true he ain't or gonna like shit he ain't gonna really? say shit yeah what? of course not He's literally like right there like mm-hmm. oh my <sighs> so that's that story um i'm truly annoyed and saddened by the whole thing we need to protect our black women we need yeah. to stop all of this just horrible discourse that's going online saying that Megan is, you know, benefiting off of the Black women um, oh. movement and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, this is a real issue. And the fact that you guys or men can't see that it just mm-hmm. shows your sexism and mm-hmm. all of the other isms that you have in you. So, yeah, that's that story um next <sighs> this one really hurt me really did a number well oh my god I'm not as much not as much as like the whole Megan and Tori situation but this really just like in 2020 do you mm-hmm. know what I mean so Billie Eilish responds to being body shamed and shares video about normalizing oh. real bodies okay um, I think I saw this one you saw this one, yeah. I think so. um, Billie Eilish shared a video about the dangers of body shaming after being unfairly criticized online for her choice of clothing and body shape last week. Uh-huh. The 18-year-old singer was recently photographed out on a walk in Los Angeles dressed in a beige-colored vest top and matching colored shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Social media went the extra mile and basically incel Twitter were saying that she has a wine mom body. Um, no wonder she covers up all the time. <gasps> da, 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 da. Oh my God. Are you serious? And just basically going in on her. And then on her yeah. Instagram, she posted um, a TikTok basically of another person. And the person was explaining about um, how we need to normalize real bodies in our society um and it just created this whole conversation and then she posted um an instagram post after that story and she said do you really want to go back in time question mark yeah um and she posted a picture of herself and you can see her figure Mm -hmm. and she basically said you know do you really want to go back in time and Mm -hmm. i think that post was a bit to herself and a bit to everyone else because I guess for a long time Billy hasn't showed her figure and for whatever reason that's caused so much commotion Mm -hmm. um and then now when she finally is showing her um or not showing but just like living her life Mm -hmm. god forbid she doesn't have a sweater on and you guys can see her upper chest area yeah um and her hips and everything yeah And, you know, she posts this post showing, you know, basically wearing a regular T-shirt, you know, and saying, do you really want to go back in time? She's talking to herself. She's saying, do I really want to go back in time? 
to time you know when I was afraid of people saying mm-hmm. shit about my body and do mm-hmm. you guys want to go back in time mm-hmm. being the horrible commenters and saying things about my body I think we should move on I think it's 2020 yeah mm-hmm, exactly and also like she's still young like isn't she younger than us she was like when she yeah. released her songs she was like 16 17 oh my god exactly. and now she's like 19 I think yeah um, and I'm just like Wait, let me search it up right now. But what's your opinions? I think that that was really mean of people to even do that because she's young and like there's like probably they're probably like older than right now. Oh my god, she's not even legal drinking age in America. So the fact that you thirty year old niggas are commenting on her body, even talking about her body, pedophilia, you pedos. Like, the way that, like, they're even looking at it like that and, like, commenting at it like that. Like, do they know how old she is? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, like, bullying when you're, like, younger in the media really messes you up. Like, I feel like people should be more sensitive to that. And it's kind of just, like, really sad to see that we're still on this. Like, we're still going to be talking like that. Like, now, after everything's happening, like, there's COVID. Like, there's so many other things to talk about, to worry about. And y'all are commenting on this, like, teenage girl's body that she was finally, like, okay to show. Like, oh, like, girls in media, like, it's so hard. Like, I can't. Like, I feel so, like, I... Alex, your mic is in your hair. Oh, sorry. Can you hear it though? I can hear like, the <laughs> the Wait. scratching. Okay, that's better. Keep going. Um, but I was saying like if I could never like be like in the media, like if I ever like chose to be famous, I don't mm-hmm. think I could because of like all the backlash I would face, which is why again it ties back into like girls being strong. Um, yeah. I just. I think that Billie Eilish doesn't deserve to be body shamed. She literally has the, a normal body. Like, I know. literally, like. Like, what do they expect her to be, like, super, super skinny? And, like, like I don't know. I don't know. Like, did you expect her to be a Sports Illustrated model? Like, what yeah. do you want? And even want? then, they're also Photoshopped. Like, the models are still Photoshopped. Even though they look like that, they're still Photoshopped. And I'm just like why can't people realize like this isn't real and like like girls literally need to have certain like body like figures to give birth to give birth (laughs) and you can't shame that because like you came out of a girl Mm. your mom probably isn't a supermodel if they are like cheers to them whatever Mm. we love moms but still it's just like why can't you understand that and it's just like people who think like that are thinking through the male gaze. Yeah. Are um, thinking through a very outdated, very misogynistic outlook. Yeah. Thinking that you have any jurisdiction, any type of opinion over a woman's body when really in actual fact you do not. Yeah. You don't have a say. Mm-hmm. You don't have an opinion and you don't have a voice. This yeah. is not your conversation and I don't know why you're talking right now. Mm-hmm. This is nobody's conversation. This is not even other girls' conversation. Mm-hmm. Billy Billie Eilish's body is Billy Eilish's body, period. Whether mm-hmm. she's fat, skinny, tall, short, whatever color, it shouldn't. Like, we're in 2020, and I just don't understand why we're still having these conversations about body image and, you know, 
body shaming when we have all of these plus size models and you know there's a lot of conversation and great discourse and great um dialogue happening around different bodies but at the same time when things and stories like this pop out it's like wow are we still there like are we still I thought we were like getting better because of all these like plus size all these campaigns body positivity whatever yeah still Mm. about something so I'm just like okay maybe it's never a hot well it could be, but I'm just saying, like, it's usually somebody who's, like, not popping. It's mm-hmm. usually just a hater, you mm-hmm. know, or somebody who's, sorry and to they say, get ugly. Like-, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're ugly, dude. Shut up. You're ugly. And they get joy from that. Like, the fact that they get joy from bringing people down that you don't even know, it's just, like, for what? It's kind of just. Do you follow Billy on Instagram? No, I literally don't follow any celebrities on my um, Instagram because I kind of only go on my spam page and I only follow, like, you guys, like, my friends. Oh, Alex is very healthy. She's well-balanced. <laughs> she doesn't really... <sighs> That's but why I I'm get my news from you, Ted. <laughs> I'm going to be on Alex's level. Um, so this is kind of a lighter story, something, you know, something cute and fun. Mm-hmm. um Adele is actually hosting SNL tonight Saturday Night Live um she unveils her American accent and she's in a bunch of teasers um the musical guest tonight is her um and yeah I just wanted to bring up this story just because I'm excited we haven't seen Adele in so long I know. um and speaking of bodies and body whatever um a lot of people have been talking about Adele's body ever since she, like, she lost a lot of weight. Right? See, even when like girls lose weight, people still have something to say. Like mm-hmm. people were saying like, oh, you look like a skeleton, you look dried out. Like, why did you go like too much? And I'm just like, what? Is so you, so there's no, that means there's like literally nothing there's, you like, can do. N- yeah. It's just like everyone has like a certain, like, um, like maybe body type they think is perfect to them, but everyone's so different. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just like again you can never make everyone happy it's kind of just like you learn to ignore it as long as you're happy like whatever like do you like yeah it's just like okay you guys were making fun of her because she was fat now she's skinny you're still making fun of her like it's kind of like what Mm. (laughs) what do you want Uh, that's right exactly (laughs) um I'm excited tonight to see her like I'm not gonna watch I never watch SNL just because it's like a hit or miss for me like the skits yeah. are sometimes yeah, funny yeah. and sometimes they're not I only but... watch like clips on like YouTube exactly like, I just watch clips yeah um, excited for Adele hope she does well also mm-hmm. to her um next story uh this is I never thought I'd be talking about her but here we are um Miley Cyrus announces a rock album Plastic Hearts Oh, um, uh, yeah, and she plans to be retrospective, and um, it's about finding herself, and I'm all about that. When people yeah. talk, like I am such a fan of artists who write their music in an introspective way. So you're basically like talking to yourself, or mm-hmm. you're basically just like commenting on yourself and like doing therapy for yourself in your music. But I just feel like that's like just on another taste level like it's just I don't know um 
so this news comes after a bunch of fans um, on Twitter and Instagram alike were saying that um, Miley needs to release rock music. She's been doing yeah. a bunch of um, she's been doing a bunch of covers. I don't know if you've seen online. Yeah. She did uh, covers um, of Zombie, Heart of Glass, which is really popular, mm-hmm. um, Wildflowers. My Future by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just kind of been popping here and there and doing mm-hmm. a bunch of covers. And people are really like, she's getting a lot of good press right now because everyone's mm-hmm. like, wow, we kind of slept on Miley Cyrus. And for me, the thing is, I I did sleep on Miley Cyrus just because she had that whole She has a lot. Yeah. She thing. went through a lot of phases. Like a lot, a of, lot phases. of phases. Yeah. And I think with these new covers, like Alex, if you go watch, you're going to be like, mm-hmm. OMG, she's literally star material. Like, why mm-hmm. isn't she more popular? Mm-hmm. Um, and her voice is literally built for the rock genre. Like, yeah. her voice is so good for rock music. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, she needs to be releasing rock music. And she was like, oh, I'm already ahead of you all. Um, I already know what the program is. I already know what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a rock album. This rock Mm -hmm. album is going to come out. It's coming out November um, of this year. Okay. And I'm super excited. Uh, One thing that happened to Miley was that she divorced her ex-husband, Liam. Liam. Sad. Very sad. Well, I mean, it's life, right? Um, it is um so she lost her ex-husband and she also lost her home to a fire um down in malibu i think um and she lost all of her music in that as well so she had Mm -hmm. to start from scratch Mm -hmm. and she's been making this rock album ever since and i'm just super excited is she still with cody simpson no they broke (gasps) up thank god Oh my gosh, that was so weird. It's like, oh my that gosh, not a, not that not Cody Simpson weird. coming out of the blue. Oh my gosh, coming out of hiding. Everyone thought he was Gordon Ramsay, and I was like, shut ah. <laughs> oh I could oh, not know no. was talking about Cody Simpson for like five years, and then literally no. And when up. he came up, I was like, wait, Cody Simpson? Like what? I haven't heard his name in a minute. I don't know. But anyways. I mean, like, at least she's, like, getting back on top. Like, she knows what she wants to do. Like, we're not trying to tear that down. As like, long as she's not being, like, super problematic or anything. Exactly. Like, I, I I'm not with the problematic shit. But if she's yeah. about to get in her, you know, white girl rock yeah. era bag, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so down. I'm so there. Mm-hmm. Um, Next story. This really brought me joy. Um. I I don't know. I'm just super excited for this. So Zendaya just did the impossible and announced that Euphoria is having two an ep- a two episode um special on HBO. Um and the first episode will be being released in December. Yeah. Emmy winner um announced this. When did she announce this? Sometime this week. Yeah, um, I'm just so excited because I love Euphoria and Euphoria mm-hmm. has just been the show that I've been waiting for for so long and it finally came and I was just like, wow, this is perfect. Oh my gosh, not my notifications going off. <laughs> um, uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, the f- 
for the uh, out of the two episodes um special the first one it will be releasing in december mm-hmm. um the photo that she released on um instagram it looks like hunter schaefer's um eye with zendaya's face in the pupil um hunter schaefer is basically her co-star mm-hmm. um uh, she's this uh, or they are oh my gosh I don't know how they identify but <laughs> in the show her character is Jules and she's a trans girl um, and they basically fall in love and it's just an amazing storyline um, but yeah how do you feel about it I've never seen the show so I can't really give my two cents but I know it's super popular I did want to watch it, but then, like, I never got around to it. I'm more of a, like, um, a thriller or psychological type of person when it comes to, like, genres like movies and shows like that. Mm-hmm. But I do know that, like, it really, like, shined their light to people of that, like, community. Like, not just, like, LGBT, trans, like, literally everyone. Anyways, we need to watch this show. It's really, really good. Um, Critically acclaimed, Zendaya won an Emmy, Mm -hmm. so you know it's good. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, wishing Zendaya all the best. Excited Mm -hmm. for what's to come. I love her. She's queen. She is. Um, So, do we want our next story to be something small and cute and then go off with a heavier story? not heavy but just like an annoying story or do we want to do the annoying one first and then the cute one let's do annoying cute and then is the cute one the last one or how many more do we have to get through the cute one is the last one so we can it's up to you and then we'll do the scary story Mm -hmm. okay we'll break but then yeah yeah okay so which one let's do the annoying one and end off cute okay so cardi b deletes her twitter account (laughs) After backlash over oh, offset no. reconciliation. What um, is up with that couple? I don't understand. Cardi B deleted her Twitter account late on Saturday, October 17th, after claiming that her fans were harassing her husband offset after the pair reconciled. Um, she went on to say a whole bunch of 15 year olds telling me how to live my life like i'm motherfucking ariana grande or something um the wap rapper 28 said in an instagram story or video i'm so tired because of you i've got to i've got i've got continuously what i've got to continuously (laughs) explain myself i didn't put my divorce out there a fucking court clerk put it out there. Ooh, and because people are making rumors up, oh, this is, oh, this guy has a girl pregnant. I have to address it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go any further than that. I don't, I care, but I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, can I just say, is this like the third time they like broke up got together like i can't keep up like i I, really can't keep up and you know i can't keep up (laughs) right right i was like i'm just like okay whatever they got back together again but wasn't there like a thing where like she was on a live and like her like boobs were just real like out i didn't want to talk about that i didn't want (laughs) to That I had to mention. I didn't want to. I didn't I want to put to it. Mention it. Mariah put it on the group chat. Me and my cousin were not like, name Whoa. dropping people. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, she's gonna be like, like, I'm famous. 
Shout out to you, Mariah. I mean, we love Mariah, you. come next time. You already know. Um, but yeah, I was just like, is this fake? Like, is this real? Like, yeah. And Instagram allowed this, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? And it was just like people were making memes about it. Ted, they were pancakes. 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 I Mike died. Wazowski from Monsters Inc. So like- rude. <laughs> you guys have no respect for anyone. They are funny, but at the same time, like, okay, she she gave birth. When a woman gives birth, we go through all these changes with our bodies. Like, areolas are allowed to be big. Exactly. Areolas exactly. are allowed to be big. I'll say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> areolas are allowed to be big. Exactly. They If you thought they were big, now they're going to grow like 10 times, 5 times larger when you give birth. And, that's and when you have breast implants. Exactly. Kidding, and are you kidding like, me? But yeah, but also like why were her boobs out? Like I just. She was so drunk that night. I think it was her <laughs> night of her birthday or something. Okay. Okay. And that makes sense. I thought she that. like really did that. No. But in terms of this story and her deleting her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Basically what had happened was Cardi. You know, her relationship with Offset has been in the news for quite some time, but it's been picking up steam as of recent because she was filing for divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in this Instagram live, she mentions she she mentions that she didn't actually tell the press about her filing for divorce. It was her um, it was her divorce clerk or okay. or King Court clerk or whatever <laughs> yeah so it wasn't on her behalf so people are just like yapping about her relationship and she didn't even want this to be happening mm-hmm. um and so when after that happened she had her birthday party and a couple of instagram stories and a couple of snaps later you see her you know snuggled up with offset their canoe yeah and then for her birth like offset gets her um a new car for her birthday it's a really nice mm-hmm. car. The interior is like, you know, specially made. And there's a special uh, baby seat, like built-in baby seat for her daughter. Um, what's her daughter's name? Culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah. So, and then after that, I think they kind of got back together um, in some way. And there's, I guess they're still figuring out their shit. Here's my thing. I don't care about any celebrity enough to know this much about their personal life like but not yeah even. i don't know and now they're back together and it's like honestly i couldn't care less just do you girl as yeah. long as you're healthy happy and you have a great family mm-hmm. and nothing bad happens you know yeah. that's all i really wish what mm-hmm. about you same there's really nothing else i could like add on to that it's just like like mm-hmm. whatever but yeah um so moving on from that story to close off hot topics speaking of rappers the queen of them the how you say just my soul sister the one that i've never hated i was never on the nikki hate train Mm -hmm. i just want to put that out there y'all were i didn't forget about that now i'm not a barb i'm a conscious nikki fan so mm-hmm. I know when Nikki does wrong and I know when Nikki does good. Mm-hmm. And I am a fan of her career and of some of her music. And yeah, 
Um, so over this past weekend, Nicki Minaj shared the first photo of her son, and it is adorable. Oh she titled God. the Instagram post "Happy Anniversary, My Love" with the heart emoji. Um, and ever since then, a lot of people have been, you know, sending her great messages. Um, Beyonce sent her flowers and a note. Um, just all the girls kind of popped out and were like, "Oh my gosh, Nikki mm-hmm. gave birth." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the baby picture looks really cute, even though we only see his foot. Um, <laughs> Do they have a name? I don't know. She doesn't share too much, which I love. I love. Because here's the thing: during the whole Nikki, <laughs> during the whole uh, Queen rollout, it, all of mm-hmm. that Queen radio bullshit and all of that, it was like taking away from her music, I think, mm-hmm. and just like from her, from the conversation around her music, like the conversation around her and her relationship with other radio hosts and her relationship with other with other celebrities and things like that and her beef and all of that were overshadowing her music and the album that she just put out. Um, but I guess when it comes to her personal life, she's very private and she, I just love it. I love the way that she's not giving us everything that we mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. She is keeping it to herself as she should. I like, feel like if you really were a celebrity, good, yeah. would you do that? Like, would you even not like advertise my kids? Like, I don't want that. Exactly. I feel like there should be some point in your life where things are private. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not, I feel like a bunch of things can happen. A bunch of people will say stuff, and it's kind of just like you don't want that. Yeah, like, like just posting your children on instagram when you have like you know 20 million followers yeah i'd be too scared to do that yes but i'm happy for nikki are you happy for nikki yes we are happy yeah i'm happy for her um wishing her baby son all the health in the world and lots of love lots of love to her and her son and the husband baby daddy will not be mentioned um (laughs) so that's gonna be the end of hot topics um sorry if that was long y'all i'll probably chop it down i know it was our first time it was our first time if we were stuttering too and like not getting all our thoughts in that's like forgive us but like that's what we could come up with so far yeah i feel like once we get used to we'll get better at it but you know yeah um so we'll break now uh, and okay. I'll see you after the break. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, This next segment, I hope you guys like hot topics, but this next segment, um, in the spirit of Halloween, in the spirit of Hallow's Eve coming up soon, we are going to read you, or Alex is going to read you a... A ghost story of some sort. Take it away. All right, so this is a short story i just found it like over the week i'm gonna let ted react to this this is the first time of me reading it too because i want to give my raw reaction but okay here we go it's titled when i go 
And so when I go, no one will mourn for me. Why would they? I've been mocked, bullied, teased relentlessly. Every day, a new form of torture, a fresh opportunity to die. They've said it before, and I believe them. When I go, no one will mourn for me. When I go, no one will miss me. I know it for a fact. For years, I've been ignored. The slightest hint of a conversation shut down instantly. I have no friends, never needed them. It's true. When I go, no one will miss me. When I go, nothing will be given to me. There will be no rewards, no hidden scholarships. My accomplishments are rare. I never saw the need for them. When I go, nothing will be given to me. When I go, God won't be waiting for me. He doesn't exist, I'm sure. After everything that's happened, after all I've endured, what kind of God would just watch it happen? What kind of God would let me suffer my entire life and die a lonely death? Mm. When I go, heaven won't be waiting for me. But if I did exist, heaven still wouldn't be waiting for me. After everything I've done, who would? And among the burning houses and pale bodies, a small boy looked up at the stars and smiled. When I go, no one will be left to hate me. Um, and that was the end of the story. <laughs> I was expecting something so much more raunchier and like horrific. And just because, just to give you guys context, Alex is a horror movie like. I oh. love <laughs> I she love it. Loves horror. So I was expecting like guts and all that, but it was actually yeah, kind of deep. Too crazy on the first podcast. Um I felt like it was very deep. I felt yeah. like you needed to like maybe read it a couple times to like get the gist of it. But after hearing it, what do you think happened? Like in that little snippet of the story, in that short story. The ending part was alarming. You said that there were like burning bodies. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's about. But obviously <laughs> this person is feeling a regret about their life and about how like they didn't do anything um memorable to be remembered after they die. Yeah. So judging from it, me reading it and the title saying when I go, I'm guessing that this person like burned a bunch of houses and like killed a bunch of people because they hated him and they like teased him and bullied him and like blah blah, blah. so I think he like killed them all and oh like, oh my gosh really I mean that's when I'm reading it I'm like I'm pretty sure that's what happened uh, like, I thought burning bodies was just like <laughs> I'm in hell or something <laughs> I mean he even says like after everything I've done like who would like who would go to heaven after everything I've done like he and it says among the burning houses and pale bodies a small boy looked up at the stars and smiled so I'm just like is he the small boy or the literature analysis it's just like is he with a small boy because the boy's innocent and never hurt him he said that when I go no one will be left to hate me meaning like he killed all the people who hated him yeah so that was like a little um, sh- short, scary story. I didn't find it scary, but it was kind of just like, it felt like, I don't know, it felt more deep than scary. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 
Okay. So that was the end of our horror story segment. Mm-hmm. Um, this next segment, we actually got a question. Um, <gasps> we have a from question? Somebody. Yeah. We call this <laughs> we call this our listener letter questions. Um, send in your listener questions and we will give you your answers. Uh, but mm-hmm. for now, we got this one question in here. Um, so I'll just read it out right now. Hi. Um, okay. I love how confident and outspoken you guys are. So my question is, how can a person who normally is a people pleaser learn to just say what they actually think and not give a shit about what others will think or say? Okay, that's really hard. That is really hard. Because like, um, what do you consider yourself as a people pleaser, Ted? Um, I used to. You did. You really used to. Yeah. I feel like if I know the people enough, like if I consider them my friends, I can be true and I can say like what I feel and like say no if I don't want to do something or be real. But it also depends on like if I'm near people who are like kind of acquaintance friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like they don't know you fully. It's kind of just like very surface level conversation, very like, oh like did you see this yeah like okay bye like have a nice day um I still honestly struggle with like voicing my like opinion and like especially when disagreeing with people or saying no in general like really I feel like you're the first person because like I know you Ted like if I was like with other people who like weren't I didn't know as much they'll be like oh like you want to do that like okay really interesting so it's like i struggle it's with people i don't know as well as much understandable that's understandable so it's kind of just like oh um yeah sure like we can do that or whatever even though i don't want to do it i'll just be like sure just to like kind of avoid like any like conflict in the near future it's kind of just like if you meet a person why would you just be like no i don't want to do that then they're never gonna ask you to do anything ever again it's kind of just like yeah but, like, also, if you don't care about them enough, it's kind of just, like, okay, like, I don't want to do this. And it also depends what they're asking you to do. That also. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, like something you're, like, super against, like, of course, don't do it. But you mm-hmm. shouldn't feel bad for not doing it. And if the person you say no to or disagree with or say your opinion to is, like, defensive and is kind of just, like, oh, well, like, you're no fun, then that's them. I think like, for me... I think for me, it's like, for a long time, I really did care about how other people viewed me mm-hmm. and how other people would um, basically interact with me. I wanted all my interactions to be smooth. I wanted yeah. everyone that I met with to be like, I just wanted to please everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think just a part of growing up in your 20s is realizing um actually you don't need to like everyone and not everyone needs to like you and not every interaction needs to be perfect sometimes there can be awkward moments sometimes you can say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. I think where it loses translation is when we overthink to ourselves and we say how I'm feeling right now 
will be judged and misconstrued if I say it out loud. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. And that's horrible. And that's unfortunately a thought process we tend to think um, into ourselves. But I think the braver option is um, choosing to basically say what's really on your mind. Um, Like you can still say what's on your mind. Just like think about like how you say because like people perceive like your opinions differently especially with like certain words and everything so like there is a way to speak what's on your mind but like make it sound pretty if that makes sense yeah and particularly with this question um I think that the person is asking like how do you not be insecure about people judging you when you do want to say something that's on your mind and I think that just comes with time. I think that just comes with growing into yourself and learning that the only opinions that matter are yours and the people that you love, your family, your close friends, Mm -hmm. and yourself. Mm -hmm. Everyone outside of that um, bubble or outside of that, you know, shape that you make for yourself, fuck them, honestly, Mm because it's like your opinion. It's what you want to say. And if you're not hurting or um, disturbing anyone and you're just saying your opinion, like you have all the right and all the prerogative to say whatever the fuck you want Mm -hmm. um the fuck you part and being like I don't give a fuck about what people say da 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 that's Mm -hmm. something that you know I just honestly I came to that in my life when I was like tired Mm because I was doing it for so long I was saying to myself oh I need to be this I need to be that I need to make sure that I need to make sure that people like me and people don't Mm -hmm. think anything else and then Mm -hmm. I just got tired of keeping that up and I was just like out of tiredness I was like you know what I'm just gonna go about my life and do whatever the fuck I want and say whatever the fuck I want online or in person Mm -hmm. and if that person sees me and says something to my face or whatever then I'll deal with it then but for right Mm -hmm. now I can't live my life feeling like I can't say or do the things that I want or express myself or expect or express the things and or say the things that I want to say and just Mm -hmm. be scared about what people are going to, you know, think or whatever. It really does come with time. Um, Especially I feel like in high school, that's mostly where people struggle with it. Mm -hmm. Um, With the whole, like, I don't want them to judge me, like, blah, blah, blah. But really, when you do get older, none of that really matters like because you're not you're not so much in that closed environment your bubble yeah you're Mm -hmm. like you're you can you meet new people Mm -hmm. um you can like say all these opinions like as long as you have that solid base like your friend group or like the person you're with and like blah 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 like what you said like the people you care about their opinions matter your opinions matter and if like that's enough then that's enough yeah um but if like the question was like oh like to new people then um obviously you gotta like test the waters first you can't just be like f you (laughs) (laughs) you really can't then they'll be like what like imagine if you were at a job and then they were like my opinion on this 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 and they're oh my gosh no like f you like no (laughs) that would be so bad but like we know that's like not what the question's asking but it's just like it does come with time it comes with time comes with finding yourself being like comfortable with yourself and like if you know you're right like if you are ever in an argument or want to voice your opinion and you know you're right and you have evidence to back it up and like blah blah blah, like then by all means go for it Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's healthy to have like debates like this with your friends 
as long as start small that's a great that's a great advice point yeah as long as at the end of the day you guys don't take it personally and you guys like go back to like being normal then like it's fine and if they're again truly your friends they'll understand they'll understand and And the more you do it with your close friends the more you'll be comfortable with strangers do you know what i mean exactly so So, yeah that's our advice on that uh thank you so much for your (laughs) don't be scared and be yourselves yeah yeah um thank you so much for your question uh if you have a question or if you need advice you can send us um a question via email we'll put the email in the description of this episode um it's all confidential we never say anybody's names or anything like that mm-hmm. um but we're just here to give unsolicited advice because we think we're therapists <laughs> literally <laughs> when in fact when the actual fact i'm struggling with that whole opinion <laughs> thing like everything that that person is asking yeah, me, yeah. i'm still like working on like mm-hmm. i'm still Same. Same. i feel like that's like a life principle almost um we all need therapy is the is the message Mm -hmm. uh yeah so send your listener letters in and we'll see you for the end segment okay we are back and this is our final segment this show has been very, very long. I did not expect, but I, I think, I think we're going to get a lot of good content out. Like the longer, well, I just feel like we said a bunch of good things today. So yeah, I think it was like a pretty smooth episode. Like we said what we were thinking. Obviously we can't like spend too much time on things. Cause it's like, we're not trying to be here for like three hours, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone got the gist of it. And again, please, if like we ever like offend or say anything that you guys don't agree with don't take it personally we're just like voicing our opinions and like again we don't do like super super intensive research on topics so we might miss like you know a couple of details or like whatever so don't get mad at us (laughs) um and so with that being said, our end segment is going to be, well, since this show, it, it, like the title is a work in progress, um, mm-hmm. it's called We're Over It. And so I thought we could end the show with something that you are over uh, over this week, like something that you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so over it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of this. Um, how about you go first? Because <laughs> Okay, so because we live in Canada, you already know that we're getting snow right now. It's not cute. But honestly, it wasn't as bad as last year because we started getting snow like on October, like the beginning of October. Like no kids had like trick-or-treating or whatever, which is, I mean, no, kids still want trick-or-treating, but now there's no trick-or-treating because of COVID and everything. So I just want to say that I'm over this weather. <laughs> yeah, no, same here. Something but, that yeah, I was going to be like, Ted, what are you over? Yeah, um, something that I'm over is, I guess, being depressed. Um, I don't like it's, it's taken me a long time to be able to like say like to be able to label it as depression because it's like <sighs> growing up in an immigrant household you're told that like mental health is just like not a thing mm-hmm. um 
and you're just feeling sad or you're just feeling scared and it's just like normal feelings this is what everyone goes through da 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 and I think to some extent that holds true but when it when your fears or when your sadness start to um consume your life and stop you from doing like regular everyday activities then that's like something to really look at and think about more um and I've just been finding myself over the past week being like stuck to my bed like for hours on end like I'll sleep at like 4 a.m and then wake up at like 12 p.m and I'll be in my bed until like five and I will like barely and then I might get up and pee even though like my (laughs) bladder is about to explode oh my god I might get up and eat I might do you know what I mean it's just Mm -hmm. like I and I don't even know why it's like like why I'm sad right now like and it's not that I'm sad right now but it's like I don't know it's just I guess I'm trying to learn and figure out myself and figure out what mental health means for yeah. me and like how I can like get better um because like I usually go through slumps like this like I'll be like really on a high for like a couple of weeks and then maybe something happens maybe something doesn't and like I completely slump and I'm just like mm-hmm. down and then I get back up you know what I mean and life is kind of like that you go down and then you get back up and you keep on Mm -hmm. going like that but especially this past weekend not this weekend but this past weekend um I was glued to my bed I was watching Netflix I had a midterm on Monday and I started a new Netflix show on Sunday I finished the Netflix show Monday morning and then I started studying for the midterm Monday no yeah and then I took the midterm um like later that night because the portal was open so I could take the midterm anytime during the day so I kind of just like abused that Mm -hmm. um (sighs) there's a lot of things that I could say but I feel like this show is super long and we should talk about it in the next episode yeah we'll talk about about it more in the next episode yeah talk about mental health more but this is just um, to anybody listening. If you're going through it, you're not the only one. We feel you. And yeah, life sucks. Everything is shit, but we'll get through it. <laughs> um, life doesn't suck. It does. And oh my gosh. We'll please. get through it. Everyone who's listening will get through it. Like there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Like this is why me and Ted are so um, different when it comes <laughs> to like opinions. <laughs> yeah but it's a good dynamic yeah it's a good dynamic um so with that the show is ending do you um do you know do you want to say like where people can follow you or no no okay (laughs) that's fair Um, next time next time next time time. you can see yours though yeah if anyone's interested my instagram at is ted moco that's t-e-d-m-o-k sorry m-o-k-o um and my twitter is at kiro sizistan um just my twitter is very chaotic so please don't judge me (laughs) if you do follow me already or if you are about to follow me um any last announcements anything we want to say before we leave hopefully everyone has a good week this week and hopefully we'll be back next week with another episode Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and which is fun because next week is Halloween. Halloween. Um, Please watch your Halloween movies. Please put on your Halloween marathons. Oh my God! Can we? If you have Disney. On the next, into that. The next <laughs> if you have Disney Plus, please watch Disney, you know, Halloween movies. It's, yes, it's much needed. But um, we'll talk about that more on the next episode. Yeah, so. with that being said, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye.